Are you the type of leader who wants to leave behind a legacy? Well, I'd love to help you unlock a legacy of excellence with the School Leadership Toolkit. For just $97, you'll gain access to 10 easy-to-implement resources, including templates, frameworks, and bonus content designed to help you manage your to-do list, make better decisions, navigate difficult conversations, and support your team. Fast-track solutions to your challenges by grabbing the toolkit at schoolsofexcellence.com toolkit or click the link in the show notes. Elevate your leadership journey today. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Olshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today I'm actually talking about a concept that I wanted to record on the on the podcast for a very long time, and that is owner's grief. So we're going to be talking about from loss to legacy, like what embracing grief looks like on this journey of school ownership. I think there's a lot of conversation about what grief looks like in the loss of a loved one, the loss of what it means to lose someone physically. But I don't think there's enough conversation around the loss and the grief associated as you're navigating different parts of your leadership journey, specifically inside of a school in the educational system. So let's start with defining what grief is. Okay, grief is a complex, really multifaceted response to loss. And grief is one of the parts of the human experience. So in the same way that you feel happy, joy, pleasure, sadness, any emotion, any feeling, part of the human experience is you will also experience at some point in your life grief. And the range of emotions, the thoughts, the behaviors in response to grief really varies depending on what it is that you're grieving, because grief is not limited to bereavement of a particular individual. It is also triggered by loss of a job, loss of a relationship, a sense of identity and purpose. And so that's what we're really going to be tackling in today's conversation of what scaling a company and what delegating and what true ownership, when you're really sitting in the owner's role, what that really looks like um, and how you walk through the grief associated with the transition of that role. So a lot of owners really find themselves in these intense moments of grief and wondering why they're experiencing these things. So the most common form of grief inside of an organization is organizational changes. So when you are closing down a particular classroom or a particular location or you're selling a part of the business or you are delegating a specific part of your role to a new person, so you're hiring someone else, or you have a longstanding employee who's moving to another another city, another state, and now they can no longer be inside of your organization, or you're losing an employee due to argument that you went through or whatever it is, but they've been with you for a very long time, or you're losing a particular family 
right? Who's been with you for many, many years. They've been big champions of your reputation, of your brand, and now they're no longer inside of your organization, whether that's through them making that decision and they're moving on or through conflict or through something that happened that now they're walking away and they're leaving. Grief can also be associated with grief of loss of reputation, loss of a particular part of your brand. So one of our clients uh, experienced this a couple of, I would say almost a year ago, um, where they had a group of teachers who were kind of smearing them on social media due to a whole bunch of other things that happened. And the owner had to get her lawyer involved and a whole bunch of things happened there. And when I was chatting with her, I was talking to her about the specific grief associated with the loss of her reputation that happened during that time period. So the reason I'm sharing all of this is because again, grief is not only associated with the loss of a loved one. Grief is associated with a loss of any of the things that I just shared, a loss of expectation, right? And so when we look at grief from that context, some of you might be saying, okay, but that means I'm, I'm, I can always be in a grief process. Yeah, that could be, right? It could mean that there's always something that you're looking at that you've lost. And something that's so important to understand is any choice that you make, any decision that you make, there is grief associated with the choice that you didn't make, right? With the option that you didn't choose. So it's not this giant grief where you're going into whatever happens Whatever you end up deciding happens, you know, in your mind or the story you tell yourself that happens when someone's grieving. But there is grief in not making that choice or choosing that option. And the reason why we have to call it what it is, is because when we don't acknowledge what it is, we don't get to move through that emotion appropriately. And then it stays inside of us. And then it comes out in ways that actually come in post-traumatic grief right? And post-traumatic stress and what that looks like. And that's a whole separate conversation. So today is about acknowledging and understanding what that grief really looks like. So if you're an owner and you're delegating specific parts of your role to a new hire, so let's say you used to be the owner and the director, and now you're, you've hired a director, maybe you've hired a director and an assistant director, and now you're no longer going to be responsible for greeting families. And I remember once I was talking with an owner, it was like, why am I so sad that I'm not, you know, needed at morning arrival or pickup anymore? And I was like, because you used to find significance in that part of your job. And that's such an important distinction to make, right? The grief comes from the loss of meaning the loss of significance, the loss of purpose connected to whatever it is that you lost, Um, whatever it is that you're defining that is lost in this moment. And that's why we have to understand how we're moving through that because then on the other side is finding new meaning, new significance, new hope, new opportunity uh, for what's next. So let's walk through this in a little bit of a, easy to digest kind of process. But again, grief is is messy. So I'm trying to break this down, but also not making it too simple because grief is not simple. So when you're going through these organizational transitions, like school closures, merging, other significant shifts in educational programs, and kind of navigating all these different transitions, the first thing is to understand and acknowledge you've lost something. 
a lost a part of yourself, lost a part of your day. There's some loss associated with that. That's the first step. The next thing is, is looking at, okay, what did I really love about that? And what do I miss about that? And where am I moving towards? And so when you think about the moving towards, it's kind of really hard because we know this from brain scans. We know this from so much of the scientific research around grief is that it, it really changes the brain makeup and it changes your lens and everything in the way that you look at the world. So the way that we really move through grief is understanding our anchors and what are the new habits and rituals and routines that will help me move through this season into the next one. And so a big one of that is movement, exercise, getting into nature, getting back into your body, whether that's yoga or tennis or taking walks outside or anything that you're doing that is moving and getting you back in your body will create new neural pathways for you to understand this is what's next for me. Right? This is why I talk about all the time inside of our owners group in understanding that movement needs to be an anchor in your life. It needs to be one of those anchors. And I have a whole podcast episode on anchors and we'll link that in the show notes. But the reason why movement needs to be an anchor is because you're constantly moving through some sort of loss, a loss of expectation. You're moving through something. And when you are anchoring into movement, you're allowing your body to experience those things. And so you can move through it a little bit more gracefully, right? With a little bit more ease. Another thing that you want to look for when you're navigating grief is hobbies, right? Finding significance and joy and meaning and pleasure in other areas, especially if you're an owner and your day used to be so involved in the day-to-day operations, right? Where you used to be the opener, the closer, the in charge of this, the making the lunch orders, the, the scheduling, whatever you used to be in charge of, right? And now you're not in charge of that anymore, If you're not going to look for and find significance and meaning in something else, you're going to constantly go back there. You're going to constantly go back there because that is your comfort zone. That is your safe spot. That is what you're familiar with. And so this is the great challenges of entrepreneurship and of leadership, specifically in in schools, is once you get really, really good at something, You delegate it higher, and now you go take on the next dragon that you have to slay. And so it involves this constant cycle of, okay, I finally nailed this process. I finally got this all dialed in. Okay, now I'm going to delegate it. You take it over, and I'm going to go do something different. But it's not just a one fell swoop action. It's it, It has its stages, right? It has its process that we have to navigate. So as you're experiencing that loss, that loss of expectation, that loss of the role, that loss of the job, that loss of whatever it is, pausing and saying, what does legacy mean to me now? What does success mean to me in this season? How will I define success in this season? How will I define winning in this season? Right? How will I know that I'm proud of myself in this season? Those are such critical questions to ask yourself because all of the answers to that question are all different as you're navigating the season of grief. They all should be different because all the answers to that question are now 
delegate it to someone else. Someone else is doing it. Right. Or it no longer exists in the company because you sold that location or you merged with someone else. And now, you know, the way the business arrangement is set up, you don't need to be in charge of that anymore. Right. So you need to answer these questions. When we don't answer these questions, we constantly go back to what we're familiar with, which is why so many owners always struggle with staying in the day to day and can't dream bigger dreams. Right. What does it mean to work on your business? What does it mean to focus on the vision? It means dreaming bigger dreams. It means focusing on bigger, better other opportunities in the horizon. You can't do that when you're constantly chained to this other side and you you'll always be chained to the other side until you move through the grief process and are able to understand that you're you've lost something and now you're birthing something new. Grief is not a bad thing. It's not something to be afraid of either. Grief can be a huge catalyst for growth, for learning, and for the next evolution of who you are. Having an employee leave could be devastating. And it is devastating in many ways. And it opens up new chapters. It opens up new doors. It opens up new possibilities, right? And again, I am not talking about here about the grief of a loved one. I am not a mental health professional. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a trained psychotherapist at all. I am not talking about the loss of a loved one. I am talking about grief associated specifically in this role and how I've helped leaders walk through this process. It's come through movement. It's come through hobbies. It's come through exercise. It's come through these anchors. It's come through leaning into community, right? Having conversation inside of our owners group, connecting with other people that are navigating a similar season. That's where the healing comes through. This is another reason why we, our company schools of excellence partner with BetterHelp and why that's available to all of our members BetterHelp is a mental health professional uh, virtual platform where they connect you with licensed mental health professionals because our owners and our members are constantly working through some form of loss or grief. And being able to connect and talk about that with someone else is a gift. It's a gift. So I want to leave you with this. And I know this episode's really short and that's, it's intended to be that way is understanding the complexity of school ownership, understanding the complexity that as you lose something or as you grieve something, it doesn't mean that your goals and dreams are now dead. No, this episode is called from loss to legacy because as you grieve something specific, you're moving into the next evolution of what that legacy looks like, of what success looks like, of what winning looks like, of what all of those things look like. And only you can answer those questions. And the answer to those questions don't come after listening to one episode. They come from sitting still. They come from being alone. One of our members, I just hung up with her a couple hours ago before recording this episode. She is um, scheduled for her second solo retreat. One of the things I talk about a lot in our membership is taking time alone to be with yourself, learning yourself and getting to know yourself, but also the beauty of having a ritual of being alone with yourself allows you 
to process through this and dream bigger dreams and look at other opportunities. You can't dream that when you're in your office or even when you're in your house, when you're in the day-to-day, you've got to get out. So she's already going on her second retreat, which is amazing, like just such a huge milestone. If you've never done that before, right? If you've never taken a day or two days or three days by yourself away from the home, right? Even if you're home, and no one else is home, being home reminds you of all the things that you have to do at home, right? You go to the kitchen to grab a snack and there's dishes in the sink. You pass by the laundry room and there's something there. You put up the load quickly, right? Like that being at home is not a change of the space that you need. You need to get away, away, even for one day and work through this and sit by yourself and ask yourself, Where am I finding significance in this new season of life? Where am I giving energy that I should no longer be giving energy to? Where am I finding meaning in this new season of life? How will I define success in this new season of life? What about what I'm grieving right now is making me feel sad? What about what I've lost right now is making me feel alone? What will help me feel? more connected, more anchored. How will I know that I've moved through that chapter and I'm in a new one, right? How will you know that it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I've moved through this. How will you know? How will you define that? So this episode is part, you know, reflective, part educational. And I hope that forever, whoever needed to hear this today heard that scaling a business Building legacy, building a team involves grief, sometimes intense layers of grief, but you can work through this and you can work through this and there's beauty on the other side and there's meaning as you sit in the, you know, in the thick of it, as Brene Brown says, you know, as you sit in the suck, embrace the suck of it. Um, and I'm excited for the next chapter that holds for you. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode. And I would love to hear from you, whether you want to send me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook, through an email, I would love to hear from you. What season of grief are you navigating currently? Because I have a feeling that this episode will resonate with a lot more people than I'm thinking. And I'd love to hear from you so that we can continue to create phenomenal resources for you. So thanks so much for tuning in till next time. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us.